Welcome back to another edition of Boomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we are freshly off a... I was going to say... I don't know where you're going. I can't uh, help you. An adventure. It was an of adventure. So, of some sort. Uh, yeah, we were vacation. We it were gallivanting around uh, the Golden State. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. That being California. I mean, I mean uh, technically, we were in L.A. for a very brief period of I time. I love L.A. Like, literally to run to the other... Gate. But we are back here in St. Louis. The temperature is 80 degrees with 120% humidity. (laughs) As always. It's 80 and it feels like 117. It literally was 117 when we stopped in Vegas on the way back. It's a dry heat, though. It's still awful. It was even hot in the airport. Um, A lot of people in there, a lot of bodies, a lot of sweaty people. Yeah, we had to, like, go far away and sit like not even in our little vegas uh, just isn't my just isn't my jam i don't think i don't think i'm like even the airport in vegas isn't my jam (laughs) (laughs) like i just need it's it's like nightwing he just gets overstimulated (laughs) with too much stuff going on it's just too much for me well i mean they've got the the slot machines but they don't really have anything else there's like nothing else interesting and we were trying to find food it was very um limited choices Mm. unless you wanted to go for like a really long hike to a whole nother part of the airport but like a really long hike no we went to uh, san francisco though we hooked up with jennifer I got yeah. to meet Jennifer for the first time in person. For the first time in real life? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. I mean, I did realize, but I didn't. Like for I, the first time. We didn't, like, stop and appreciate the moment. I did. Okay. <laughs> and then she's kind of ghosted us ever since the trip was over. Yeah, like, she gone. Didn't sh- doesn't respond to the group text messages. Doesn't Didn't show up for our trivia this I past week. I think she liked something that you posted recently. Yeah, she does that. I'll, I'll ask her a question, or I'll tell her something and then like 10 hours later lol like what have you been doing for 10 hours <laughs> she's busy she's always working she worked on our trip she was she was on her phone trying to make sure her company didn't die it, it's not her company i mean the company she works for that's what i'm trying to say well i want to give uh i want to say something to san franciscans uh, to the the beautiful bays of San Francisco, the for all the beautiful bridges that San Francisco has, the beautiful architecture. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some architecture. And and the beautiful people, the beautiful people of, of San Francisco. Oh, we met a guy from Missouri. Uh, well, Carbondale, actually. Okay, Illinois. Yeah. He went. He's a Saluki. He's a Saluki. Southern Illinois Saluki. I was trying to think, like, we didn't he's trying talk to get us. To he's trying to get anybody, us to buy tickets really. on on that. Bridge, bridge cruise that we already it have tickets do. for. We're, we're already going. Uh, but I want to say something for all the beautiful uh, things in San Francisco, including the beautiful people. It's the middle of July, and it's like 58 degrees there. <laughs> it was stupid. Overcast and <laughs> crazy windy. Like So it didn't even feel like 58. It was colder than that. We, much, we much wore colder. our masks in outdoor situations. Just to stay warm. For survival purposes. 
indoors it was to not catch a second round of, of covid and whatever variant, variant we're on yeah. right now any kind of special california variant that they were cooking up over there but it was it was a survival thing that we had to uh utilize the mass in outdoor situations as well but uh had a good time yes um we were very busy yeah uh, so Ferry uh, rides, boat rides, biking, and it was also game. and it was also a it celebration of, of some sort. Uh, our brother Jake uh, turned twenty six. That was what I thought. Twenty six. But as you were, he's, get- born, he's born in ninety five. <laughs> so that would be. I was starting to say and guess myself right? while you were thinking. I was like, it's twenty six. Why is he saying twenty six? Is it not twenty six? <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I'm not going to help him now because now I don't know. Yeah. So and uh, you and I also celebrated a uh, wedding anniversary. Yes, July is very. Mm-hmm. For the very beginning of July is 18, very festive. Eighteen for us. years married. Uh, oh. Twenty one years as a couple. Oh. So over half our. Uh, elderly lives. <laughs> you don't look. Uh, you don't look your age. Though. You look great. Aww. You're doing great, Jess. I'm doing great. Yeah, you know, your skincare regimen is just off the charts. <laughs> it's amazing. If you want to follow Jess's skincare tips, I, follow no, her on Twitter no, at no, Jess Don't Rhino. tell people this because I don't J-E-S-S-R. do anything. You will find nothing but books. Your your skin your skin care routine is to be exotic looking. Like, not. just have Mediterranean uh, blood and you will look very young. But your blood will be messed up. I, I remember when we, um, uh, Ming Na, who's the woman who plays, um, she plays uh, Agent May on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. but she was also the voice of the original Mulan mm-hmm. in cartoons. And somebody asked her, and she's like almost 60 years old, I think, and doesn't look, doesn't look it. And somebody at a Comic Con asked her, uh, "What's what's your uh, secret? Uh, do you have any secrets you can share to anybody for you know keep looking so young?" And she said, uh, "Well, first of all, uh, be Chinese." <laughs> she said, "I think that helps." <laughs> Take care of everything. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, you know, we came back from San Francisco, and um, I got a couple emails that was. Interesting. I'm not going to uh, read them on on air, but I got a couple emails asking for an update to the the great puzzle debacle of 2021 uh, with the 75 missing pieces or whatever <laughs> to the Batman puzzle that we had. And Jess, we got breaking news. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the people at the, I don't even remember the name of the company that, that makes We were so upset with the puzzle. Um, but I, I, I put them on blast on Twitter, <laughs> on the Broomsticks and Butterbeer Twitter, at Broomsticks B. And you know we have like 1,300 followers on there. Uh-huh. And um, I guess they didn't really appreciate... Um, the blasting, the uh, backlash that they, I, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning a, a situation where just our listeners just bombarded them with just spam emails. Oh. Uh, but they reached out to me, uh-huh. and okay. they made things right. Just nice. We got the replacement puzzle. Mm-hmm. We found the pieces that we were missing. Yeah. So we did the puzzle. The bu- uh-huh. the puzzle was complete. It was just missing. Those pieces, the whatever, 15, 16 pieces. It's a lot. 
And so Dan sat there with the box of pieces and sat there. They sent me a new thousand piece puzzle. (laughs) And they were cut exactly the same way. Well, you knew they would be because we had duplicates. And triplicates of of some pieces. pieces. (laughs) They were all exactly the same. But the puzzle is done. It's glued together. I'm stressed again. It's beautiful. Uh, So they, they made it right. They made it right. Um, so please stop la- stop blasting you, them. They are no longer stop. canceled. <laughs> yep. They've they've righted themselves. Official mm-hmm. apology was posted. Yep. But um they, apo- yeah, they were very good. they vociferously apologized to me. <laughs> I think they know think they that they had a disgruntled us. employee that that did this I to people. I think they just wanted us to leave them alone. Um <laughs> They're like, oh, well, you could have emailed us at this. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it easier to just, you know. Be pissed on Twitter. Ca- kind of put you out on Twitter and make you look bad. And then deal. And then act like normal human beings oh. after that. Okay. So uh, the puzzle situation has been solved. I Art. thought you did email them. And I, they said to. Yeah, they, to cause they, it to cause the they emailed me. Because, well, they, they DM'd me on Twitter uh-huh. and said. Uh, so sorry that you had this uh, situation. Uh, send an email to this person. I'd, and I emailed this person. They said, did you buy it on Amazon? They said, I said, yeah, I sure did. And they said, well, we'll contact the, the Amazon. I guess this is a UK company. And they said, we have a, a, a US person who sells for us. And they'll be able to get you a replacement. Because we don't have any replacements here in the in the entire United Kingdom. It was a popular puzzle, so I went, I went to look and see who the seller was on Amazon, and it was them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I emailed them back. I said, are, are, are you, you messing sure? with me? Are you sure you got like, a guy? I, fe- I feel like they, they felt like I had wronged them by putting them on, you know, putting their business on, poor business practices on Twitter, and that they were, this was their retaliation. This was the salvo that they, they fired back at me. However, uh, it's all it's all good. We're all good, and we're ten minutes into this podcast. <laughs> You're updated on everything. We had an anniversary. Jake had a birthday. My we friend, went to San Francisco. My fellow teacher Jane just recently had a birthday. Uh-huh. I just sent her a a beautiful uh, Harry Potter puzzle with all four of the. Well, uh, she, did she get it? Don't are you spoiling? She, nope, she got it. Okay. And okay. Uh, I'm just hoping, and I included a gift receipt in case it's missing pieces. <laughs> Just send it back to Amazon, Jane. You'll get a new one. And then maybe you can sift through thousands of pieces like I did and find the ones that you're missing. There you go. Or just get a new one. Who cares? You yeah. know, at that point. So, uh, Jake had a birthday. Jane had a birthday. We had an anniversary. We got to see Jennifer. Um, all's pretty good in the world as yeah. we speak. And the um, last time... But Nightwing is no longer the number one more person sent you in the country. Uh, well, yeah, there's yeah breaking news on that front there, too. Uh, so you don't like to run the dogs during the, the dog days well, of summer. there's nothing. There aren't any events around us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have to go to Colorado, or I'd have to go to Pennsylvania, or whatever. I have to go pretty far. And we don't generally go that far. So there aren't any because of the heat. So the... And the, you know, you never know what the weather is going to be like around here. The person that owns the dog that was in second place um, kind of um, has found a loophole in the system. 
and she will take uh, six of her dogs, and one of them being better than the rest of them, and she will just let that dog that's was second place to Nightwing beat her own dogs. She will like she will send her other dogs out as sacrificial lambs <laughs> <laughs> to to take the losses so that she can gather more points for the main dogs. Am I understand? It sounds preposterous. It sounds similar to the judging system that is in this Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> Where it is just so convoluted and so fraudulent and so easy to uh, to work the system. I feel like you're really using negative of negative tone and negative words to describe this, but you are essentially correct. The system this is, is this is a, this is wrong. <laughs> you're acting like this is it's okay. It's okay. It, That's how it works, though. The system. It's a glitch in the matrix that she's taking advantage of. If you own it's a like, lot of dogs and you take like the them all, it's like the Atkins diet. That's a glitch one of in your our dogs system. Is coming home with a lot of points. <laughs> the Atkins diet is a mistake where you can eat fifty pounds of bacon and lose weight. That's a glitch in our system. That shouldn't happen. But this is a glitch that she's taking advantage of. So while Nightwing's just been, you know, at home yeah. going for, you know, runs with his dad, that being uh, my yeah. old butt. Uh, this other lady has been traveling around the country. <laughs> no, she lives northern, in a northern area has where they're still having events. From show to show to show with her six dogs, not beating other people's dogs, just beating her own dogs. And then you even told me there's times where uh, she will like purposely take one of her dogs out so that another dog can get... Po- now that's no, no, no. If they tie, then she can forfeit. Forfeit like, her own dog it, there's a loss to give a win to her <laughs> own dog. You don't see why... They, of course, you had no problem with the judging for the first round of the Triwizard Tournament either. You had <laughs> no problem. You, you had no problems with that. That's not true. You were very, very... You I, just like to I argue with me. I find it frustrating, but this is the way the system is. The system is broken. It's broken. She is taking advantage of the system, but it's not like she invented the system. That That's something that a criminal says in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. But um, I, I think it's hilarious that there's also the, the story that we heard that she was asking like asking around about Nightwing, like who's this dog? Who's this dog in Missouri? This African? Who's this like half African dog? Like what's his story? And he doesn't have a story. He's just woo. That's all he is. He just likes to run. He doesn't he does have like a story. He doesn't have like six dogs that he beats on a regular basis. He just goes and he just has a blast. Yeah, the most dogs he's ever beat is when when she came with her six. Because there's just... <laughs> <laughs> there's not that many dogs around here that run. Well, so any, when we anytime go... Anytime she wants to bring her six along, I'm sure Nightwing would uh, be happy to. But he he just wants to have fun. He's, he just wants everybody to have fun. Yeah, he just, I hope we can all go out there and just have fun, guys. <laughs> It'll be fun. Let's run. Oh, well... Okay. 
Um, are we going to podcast? Are we done? Or no, We're done. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. Next week. No, let's talk, let's talk some uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Last time we uh, had a chapter 21 called the House Elf Liberation Front. And things are moving a little bit slow here uh, in the middle of the... You, you keep saying this. You keep saying that we're going very slow, that nothing's happening. We're almost, almost halfway through the book. And and we're almost at Christmas. That's about right. It's halfway through the year. Yeah. Just not a lot mm-hmm. happening. Um, in Chapter 21, Ron and Harry are friends again. There's a big celebration in the Gryffindor common room to celebrate Harry's su- successful first task with food and fireworks and banners and such. We learned that the golden egg that Harry captured in the first task would provide some clue to the next task. He opens it, the egg screams bloody murder, and Harry closes it and locks it in a chest in his bedroom. The blast-ended scroots are getting very big and tough to deal with. Uh, Rita Skeeter wants to do an interview with Hagrid about his teaching methods. Trelawney tells Harry that Pluto is in retrograde or something, so he's definitely going to die. Hermione rushes Ron and Harry off to the kitchen now that she knows the secret way to get in from Fred and George, where the house elves work, and Harry is reunited with Dobby, the house elf. Dobby is now a paid elf working at Hogwarts. Winky is here too. She was fired after being caught with a wand when that dark mark was sent into the sky back at the Quidditch World Cup earlier in the book. Feels like years ago that that happened. Dobby is enjoying being a paid elf, but Winky is not. She is in a horrible, depressive state. And Winky says that her former master, Mr. Crouch, calls Ludo Bagman a bad wizard. Today we're going to talk about Chapter 22, The Unexpected Task. I thought there were three tasks. No, Jessica. This is not task two of the Triwizard Tournament. Uh-huh. The unexpected task in this chapter. What the entire chapter is focused on in great detail is teenagers asking other teenagers to a dance. Aw. No Dark Lord. No. No dragons. Good. No examination into the mental health of house elves. Mm-hmm. Just giggling girls and nervous boys what it's all about. Uh, Professor McGonagall informs the students that the Yule Ball is approaching. Apparently this is a traditional part of the Triwizard Tournament that happens over the Christmas holiday and it's kind of like a prom? Yeah. Best way to describe it? Yeah. Like, what is it? Yeah, it's just a dance, but it's to celebrate the tri like, you know, because they're hosting the other two schools. So, you know, they gotta do something. It's only open to fourth-year students or higher, although you can attend as a first, second, or third year if accompanied by a fourth year or above. Yeah. Dress robes will be worn, and now we know why Ron's 1970s homecoming tux was sent by Mrs. Weasley earlier in the book. Was that in this book? I believe so. (laughs) It feels like years ago. Uh, Professor McGonagall keeps Harry after class to inform him that he is expected, that it is expected for school champions and their partners to open the Yule Ball with a dance. And there's two problems here, Jessica. Number one, Harry doesn't have a partner, and Harry doesn't dance. 
Like on the High School Musical Yeah, song? like Corbin Blue. Did, did like he Corbin. break out into song <laughs> like Corbin, and dance while Corbin he was singing Blue in I High Don't School dance? Musical too. He, the, first of all, it Corbin <laughs> Blue's character in High School in the High School Musical series. Love the High School Musical series. I love big musical numbers. But the dude was dancing for a movie and a half, singing and dancing for a movie and a half. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, when they say that, hey, you're going to perform with us at the the talent show, I, he, I, he says, I don't dance. He doesn't dance. And performs a song and dance called <laughs> I Don't Dance <laughs> that uh, co- coalesces uh, and... You know, merges with a with a baseball game <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, but he's not dancing; he's playing baseball. It's different. It's the same thing. It's easy. Step up to the plate, start swinging. I'm here to play ball, not dance all. <laughs> Something like that. Make a triple, not a curtain call. Mm, yeah. Uh, what what is Harry's state of mind here when? When he's told that number one there's going to be a, a Yule ball, and a couple minutes later that he needs to find a partner, uh, assuming of the female persuasion for this Yule ball, and that he's going to have to open up the Yule ball by dancing in front of everybody, and he's probably he's probably not familiar with these types of dances like homecoming prom because he never went to middle school or high school no in the muggle world and he just found out about this ball a few minutes earlier so and it doesn't sound like something that they do in wizarding in the wizarding world anyway this is because of the tri-wizard tournament it doesn't sound like they have a yearly dance at mm-hmm. hogwarts mm-hmm. they just are doing it because the other schools are there so he Probably has you know unless he read about it in a watched it on a TV show at the you know growing up at the Dursleys, which I'm assuming he probably didn't get much TV time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, heard about what a prom or a homecoming or what any kind of you know uh, Sadie Hawkins dance or anything like that is. He he probably it's probably a lot for him to just process. Plus the fact that you know he's got to he when he heard stage. Yeah, this and that this dance was happening. He hasn't had time to process that he would need a date or even want a date to go to this thing. It's just happening very fast for him. It's a lot. Yeah, when it was first announced, he probably thought he could skip it. You know, like, eh, I'm just just not gonna go. And then she's like, "Oh, you have to go, and you have to have a date, and you have to dance in front of everybody, and blah blah blah." And he's just like, "It's tradition, Potter." He's just like. I don't understand any of these words. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot for him to take in. Now, normally most of Hogwarts goes home for the holiday break, but now most of Hogwarts is staying for the ball. So this is this is a big deal. Big deal. Everybody's excited. Everybody is excited, and this is when the chapter devolves into giggling girls traveling in packs for the next twenty pages. Are you okay with how silly the girls are portrayed in this chapter? They're really just portrayed as just giggling messes and can't really comprehend, you know, 
it's it's just too it's too much hormonal stuff going on for them to really comprehend what's what's going on or or acts appropriately. I don't know. I, are you, are you okay with how they're just portrayed as just you know giggling? I don't want to say. I don't want to say that it, it makes them you know come off as you know like not intelligent. But it just it, it just seems like they're just like silly girls in this chapter. Um, yeah, it was kind of obnoxious, but Okay, that's a good word for it. Some girls are obnoxious. I mean, you would probably say most girls are because <laughs> you don't like anybody. I changed my I was careful and said some. Um But then you notice like we have actual interaction. Obviously, Hermione's not, and then mm-hmm. Cho's not, and they do have conversations with girls. I don't know if it's so much as that's what was truly happening, or if that's just the way they felt. Like, you know how when you do something and you feel like everyone's laughing at you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe she wrote it that way to kind of, because the boys just felt like every girl around them was whispering and giggling about them, even if they weren't. Maybe they just felt that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I mean, he had, they, they had, once they actually had a conversation with a girl, it was all very normal. So, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it was all, I don't know, normal. Well, Harry definitely knows who he wants to ask now that the, he's been able to process that he needs to ask somebody. To this dance, and it's someone that we talked briefly about in previous chapters, and that's Cho Chang, a uh, Ravenclaw. Yes, correct. Fellow Quidditch player, always been very kind to Harry. She wasn't one of the people who were wearing the Drake, Potter stinks. Yeah, you know, Potter stinks buttons earlier earlier on in the book. She's a very popular girl, though. But Harry's never done this before. He's never asked a girl out i'm sure he's had crushes because that's just part of you know growing up but he's never been on a date to to my knowledge i can't imagine when that would have happened he never had a girlfriend to my knowledge can't imagine when that would have happened this is all brand new territory for him right yeah i mean other than i think cho is his first crush mm-hmm I don't think there's anybody before that. And there was a line about, like, I never realized how many girls there are in the school. So it's like, he really, he's got a lot going on in his life. Hadn't really thought about it. Like, it just, girls were girls. Like, oh my god, I go to a co-ed school. Yeah. (laughs) There are girls here? There's girls everywhere. (laughs) It's a little intimidating. So this kind of woke that up. Other than Cho, I mean, he he obviously has noticed her a few times already in these books, but... Uh, Harry can't seem to summon up the courage to talk to Cho, but he's getting approached by other girls left and right. And, you know, why not? He's one of the big men on campus now with being in the Triwizard Tournament and not only being in it, but performing well in the first task. Uh, A couple of these girls that actually are coming up to him like Sadie Hawkins style where the girl asks the guy are younger and they wouldn't be eligible to to go to the ball unless they go with a a fourth year or older 
are they are these younger girls just trying to use Harry to get into the dance or are they really you think they're really impressed by what he's done in the in the tournament be it's it seems a little odd to me that these these younger girls would have the courage to come up to Harry if he was such a big deal though yeah but it kind of goes back and forth I mean he is Harry Potter the boy who lives so mm-hmm. that's you know one thing all on his own and then he does he has saved the school a couple of times yeah, who has you know and then now he's the ch- uh, a, a champion as well but everybody hated him for you know at the beginning so I don't know he kind of goes up and down he, he one one month they're worshiping him and the next month they're trashing him so I don't know I feel like they want to go to the dance, and if they're going to get an older boy to take them, might as well be the champion. And maybe they see Harry as more attainable than, like, a a Cedric? Yeah, because then they're so much older. You know, the other champions are older than Harry. And Cedric's kind of known for being, like, a good-looking, you know, handsome jock. You know, kind of, you know, the Zach Morris of <laughs> the school or the AC Slater. And Harry's not... Mark, saved by the bell on your bingo yeah, cards. Yeah, Harry's not really ever been that, right? I mean, no. d- despite everything that he's done, he's never never really had anybody swooning over him. No. I mean, he is a great seeker for the Quidditch team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there's a lot of ups and downs with him. That's what I'm sticking with. Is it weird that so many of the girls are, are asking guys? Because growing up, you know, it was always the, the complete opposite for me, at least. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just never had girls asking me to go <laughs> to dances and things like that. But it, it seems like it's happening a lot in, in this book. Did that catch you off guard at all or... Um, yeah, I totally forgot that that happened. Like, I just didn't even remember that girls asked him. But I didn't really find it odd that they were asking. You're a 21st century woman, though. You're like, ladies, get out there and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever asked anyone to a dance, but there were lots of dances that we had well, where you... Well, you didn't, I mean, look you at didn't... you, though. Like, would you need to ask somebody <laughs> to a dance? <laughs> you didn't... You were... You were... You know, beating them away with a stick. False. <laughs> um, so there were a lot of dances that I went to where you didn't you didn't go with somebody. You just went and then you asked people to dance at the dance. Mm-hmm. Like, so I asked guys to dance. Kind of like a at mixer. The dance. Almost like a, like a mixer. Them, I didn't ask them at the like to go to the dance with me. Like an ice cream social. There kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I just I just thought it kinda of came off as a little uh it's different. You know? We've got confident ladies here that are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, they want. Well and Harry was dragging his feet. He was dragging his feet. Yeah. After that first task. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, rumors were going around that he hadn't asked anybody yet. And it was getting, you know, I was like, well, He's not going with anybody. I'll just ask him. Well, we find out that Rita, the uh, Rita Skeeter interview with Hagrid 
did have some ulterior motives. Rita did not want to find out about Hagrid's teaching, teaching techniques. <laughs> techniques Or magical creatures. Uh, Rita Skeeter only wanted Hagrid to spill the beans on some kind of new Harry Potter scandal. But Hagrid didn't really have anything for her. Are you surprised that Hagrid didn't let something loose? Or maybe he did, and we just he doesn't think he did. Yeah, he didn't think he did. <laughs> and when yeah. the article comes out, all this stuff that Hagrid accidentally said he didn't think was a big deal. That's entirely possible. I found it a little odd. You know, I know we're hearing about this interaction through Hagrid, but I found it a little odd that she couldn't she couldn't find anything to work with. You know, he was kind of like, yeah, she seemed really disappointed, and I just kept telling, no, all her answers, no, he wasn't, didn't do this, and he's not like that, and blah blah blah. And he doesn't give me problems in class. He doesn't, yeah, you know, think that he's better than everybody else. He's... And she seemed really disappointed. I still feel like she could, she could make something out of that. Well, her her plagiarism pen just makes stuff up all the time, so you know that gonna get sued for libel one of these days. I think I don't know if they're. There's lawyers in the wizarding world or not, or how that works. Or, or you could just there's, you could just write whatever you want. I think you can, because it kind of goes wild later. Well, I don't like that. I think there needs to be more structure. But I digress. Uh, pretty big news about the Yule Ball, Jess. Ooh, yeah? Uh, the Weird Sisters have been booked. They yes. are coming. They are going to yes. be there. Are you excited? I am so excited. What's your favorite song of theirs? Oh, no. You just have to wait and see. I'm not spoiling anything for you. Can you, you can't get, trick me. You don't have to give them in any particular order. Give me your top three. No, we're not not going there. You'll read about it when we get there. Okay. Uh, it's a big deal. You got the it's weird big sisters. Deal. <laughs> a lot of people are really <laughs> excited about it. A lot of people are talking about it. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of chatter going on. A lot of people excited. A lot of people uh, familiar with the weird sisters from the... WWN, which apparently is the Wizarding Wireless Network or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Is that like a radio yes, network a radio. or something? <laughs> I was like, these guys don't know what toasters are. They have a wireless network? <laughs> they have a regular tuned-in radio. All right. uh, Hermione is upset that Harry hasn't addressed the golden egg issue and the clue that hides inside of it, and... Harry feels that this is in not in need of immediate attention because he still has two and a half months, so help us <laughs> until the next task. Is he dragging his feet on that, too? I think he's dragging his feet a little bit, if you know what I mean. Uh, where do you fall on this? Do you Are you more with Hermione in that he shouldn't be no, so nonchalant about this? Or are you more with Harry that, hey, I got time? Um, bit of both then. Bit of both then. Um, so I do think he should be thinking about it. I do think he should be working on it. But I'm also okay with it. Like, uh, it's Christmas and the Yule Ball. We can take a little time off. I know that's not what he's doing. He literally locked it in a trunk and hasn't thought about it. But I will be okay with him. Yeah, he's the chosen one. He'll be fine. The holiday He'll figure off. it out. Somebody will help him like they did in the first one. You got all kinds of clues and helps and stuff like that. So he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Uh, Ron and Harry are determined to suck it up and ask a girl to the ball, Jess. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Do it. And Do Ron's, it today before. 
Because uh, Ron says that they, quote, don't want to end up with a pair of trolls. And he's a boy, so it's just all about looks for them, right? Yeah. Boys are just like that. Boys are the worst. Hermione, you know, gets upset, rightfully, and mad at him for this. And he's just like, or she even said, so you're looking for the best looking person who'll go with you. Even if they're horrible. And she said that in kind of like a, a, a semi-sarcastic way. And Ron was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. You got it. You summed it you... up. So you understand me. <laughs> got any suggestions? Boys are just the worst, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, because girls, of course, aren't just all about physical appearance and looks. And surely not. Stop, stop, stop. I know where you're going to go. Where am I going? What are you talking about? We need to stay on track. We have wasted a lot of time. We've gone off the rails several times. I wouldn't call it wasting time. I think people enjoy when the episodes kind of go a little longer because it gives you more to listen to on your uh, car rides or train rides or bus rides or your your workouts or whatever. Whatever. So, um, you want to talk about. Uh, the first time we met? What? <laughs> well, what? Because you, you're not, you're not a superficial person. You are not, you are not about the, the physical. You are all about getting to know a person on the inside, getting to know a person on an emotional level. And, um, that, that was kind of how we met, right? You really were, you felt, you felt, in love and we're attracted to the person on the inside, right? Of course. You want to stop lying and tell <laughs> what really happened? You said fell in love. Mm. You didn't say caught my attention. Okay, so what caught your attention? My sense of humor, my, um, well, my wittiness, my kindness, my friendliness. The first time I saw you, mm. you were like outside mm-hmm. and i was inside an establishment uh-huh. so i'm not sure if at that point if you were funny or witty or any mm-hmm. of those things and i was outside um, what was i doing uh you were cutting in the grass uh-huh what was i wearing <laughs> not a lot oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just had your shirt off yeah had your shirt off and you were and that piqued your interest you clearly like to be healthy and take care of your body. That was very um, huh. intriguing. Huh. Call, and call you, you drove a car that was similar. That was the car that I liked. So clearly, we have similar interests. Hmm. It, it sounds like you just didn't want to end up with a troll, and <laughs> you're sounding you. You've been exposed as Sir, this very superficial person sir i was coming off of a three-year relationship mm. i did not i was not looking for anything tell you what i was coming off a pretty serious two-week relationship myself oh. so. Ooh. <laughs> so i wasn't looking for anything either i was just looking to cut this grass yes and you know that's that, why you asked me out i thought you were a very nice person had nothing to do, do with the fact that you were and continue to be very beautiful. Because <laughs> I'm not a superficial person. Uh-huh. 
let's move along. Because I don't, I don't want this to turn on me. I said my part. I made my point. Uh, Harry finally gathers up the courage to ask out Cho Chang. But it seems he may have waited too long, Jessica. He's already got a date. Yep. Who is it? Cedric. Oh, so <laughs> there's there's a maybe like a half a page or a page where Harry all of a sudden, you know, he's he's always liked Cedric. I always thought Cedric was a was you know, pretty cool. good guy and always been nice to Harry and now he's like, Oh, that's Cedric. <laughs> horrible. Doesn't have enough brains to fill an egg cup. Oh wow. So he's dumb now too. He's dumb now too. Wow. Well, so to, to you know, I guess put a little extra salt in the wound. The girl that he wants to go with is unavailable, and one of the other champions is taking her. So we'll have to be out on the dance floor at the same time. Yep. Assuming he can find a he being Harry can find a date. Uh, Ron succumbed to the Vila ancestry of Fleur Delacour, <laughs> and <laughs> for some reason asked her out, knowing. And, Okay. He had okay. no chance. Hold on. Come back, on. Back up just a little bit. So they spent the whole first two-thirds of the chapter terrified of girls. Mm. How do you get one alone? Mm. Why do they travel in packs? This is impossible. Mm. And then Harry has the brilliant idea. I'll just ask her for a quiet for a, a word. Mm -hmm. I'll just go up to her and say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And take her away from her other friends, and then I can ask her. Brilliant. Mm. Ron doesn't go that route. Mm -mm. He just, in the middle of the Great Hall, mm -hmm. just yells at her. You want to go to the ball? You want to go to the ball with me? <laughs> and she doesn't even reply. The most gorgeous girl in all the, you know, the three schools combined. Who's older? A champion. <laughs> Completely unattainable. You got to give it to Ron, though, because you know, if you shoot, if you shoot for the stars, you know, you know, sometimes you you won't reach your goal, but sometimes you'll hit the moon, <laughs> you know. And sometimes you run away. And sometimes you just come crashing back down to earth in a fiery blaze. <laughs> This did not work out well for him, but she's par she's part Vila, so maybe he didn't really have. Yeah, that's what Harry's like. It, he's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. She was probably turning on the charm to talk to Cedric, mm -hmm. and you just you just got hit by the blast. Yeah, you just got <laughs> like, what? You got a little residual uh, <laughs> pheromones coming off of of uh, Lord Delacour. Uh, but then, so neither neither boy has a date. They both strike out. And they're not doing well here. Jenny's mm -mm. trying to be nice to Ron and comfort him. And then he goes off insulting her, too. Like, <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> well, then, well, then, good for Jenny, though, because she, you know, fires back that, you know, when uh, Hermione comes in the room. These guys couldn't find dates. <laughs> <laughs> they got shot down. They got shot down in front of everybody. So Jenny kind of, you know... You know, plants her feet firm and doesn't, you know, take any garbage from her older brother. So good for her. Mm -hmm. But Ron has a revelation, Jess. Yeah. Something that is mind-bending and is going to change the course of our tale going forward in these books. Like like when Harry figured out how to talk to a girl? Like that kind Bigger. of? Oh. Bigger. It turns out 
Hermione is a girl. Oh, I knew that. You did? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I knew that. I just found out. Found out along with Ron. Hermione, you're a girl! <laughs> Ron's the worst. Come on, man. <laughs> Ron says that Hermione could, after he realizes that she's a girl, Ryan says Hermione could at least solve one of their problems by going with Harry or himself to the ball, but she can't. She already has a date. And he doesn't believe her. And it's not Neville who apparently asked Hermione earlier. We don't know who it is yet. And Hermione does storm off because Ron doesn't. Just continues, continues just to insult to be, her. Yeah, be flabbergasted that that could even be possible. Ron's just Ron's. It's not a good chapter for Ron. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, He's still trying to get brownie points with Harry, though. I mean, there were several yeah. times he like over the top defended Harry. The he didn't years. level up his friendships or romantic relationships or you know relationships with relationships. his si- siblings. Because she storms or off too. Yeah, he's he's not doing well with the female persuasion in this chapter. Uh, Ron suggests that his sister Jenny go with Harry uh, to at least solve Harry's issue. But Jenny is going with Neville. Mm-hmm. Now, Jenny's reaction is a little off book for me because basically she says she's only going with Neville because she's too young to go otherwise. And... It says in the book that when she says that she's going with Neville, that she walks away with her head down, that she looks miserable. Is she really that embarrassed to be going with Neville? No. And, like, so when when Ron was making fun of Neville asking Hermione out, uh-huh. she kind of was like, no, stop. You need to stop. Don't make fun of Neville, you know. No, Neville's great. Everybody, everybody loves Neville. He's just Neville. Um... I think it was more the fact that now she realizes she could have gone with Harry if she hadn't Mm, said yes to Neville. I didn't think of that. And so, you know, do you want to go as Neville's backup plan? Nobody will go with him. You feel sorry for him. He's he's a nice guy. You feel sorry for him, so you go. Or do you want to go with the chosen one you've had a crush on your entire life? Mm. Since book one. I didn't think of that. You know, I was kind of seeing it that she was embarrassed to be going with Neville, but you know, I I would think that a younger girl would be at least a little entranced by an older boy, even if that old, older boy is the clumsy <laughs> Neville who can't seem to get much right. So, but your explanation makes a lot more sense. The chosen one who saved her life too. Uh, Harry finally decides to just ask the next girl he sees. <laughs> well. It worked for Fred. <laughs> it did. Fred just went, hey! <laughs> hey, Angela! <laughs> Want to go to the dance? And she didn't even say yes. She just kind of nodded. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, that, that's how... That's well, how apparently the... she looked him over. I was like, yeah. right. Sized him up. <laughs> well, she doesn't know what he looks like. She sees him every day, plays Quidditch with him every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Parvati... Patil? Yeah. Parvati Patil? I think so. 
and Lavender Brown come into the Gryffindor common room, and Harry asks out Parvati, and she says yes. Sure, why not? I don't know if it's Parvati, Parvati. I'm going to go with Parvati. Um, what do we know about her so far? None. I mean, nothing? Nothing. I mean, they're just always her and Lavender. There's always background characters. There's okay, I said, then like if a I'm, handful if I miss something. of characters that are always in the background. Mm-hmm. When she, they're in class and she needs the kid's name, that's she pulls one of those. Uh, Harry suggests, uh, she does say yes. Harry suggests then that Lavender go with Ron and that would solve all our problems, but she's already going with Seamus. Seamus. So Parvati will ask her sister, Padma, who is a Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. if... That's the trivia question we got wrong. Oh, uh, one because of the I think in the movies... They're both Gryffindor, and in the book, one's Gryffindor, one's Ravenclaw. I'm glad you said that because that I'm gonna. I got a question for you here at the as we wrap up this chapter. Mm. But Parvati is gonna ask her sister, who's a Ravenclaw, that maybe she'll go with Ron, and maybe that will solve their issues. But at least Harry's got a date now. Harry's got a date. So up up to this point, we've kind of been led to believe that family members or siblings were sorted into the same house. We weren't exactly told that, but, you know, all the Weas- all 75 of the Weasleys are in Gryffindor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Uh, the Creevies are in the same house. Yes. Uh, but the Patil sisters are in different houses. One's in Gryffindor and one's in Ravenclaw. And they're twins. Oh. I didn't know that either. Yes. Is, do you th- is this a common occurrence? Is this something that you're familiar with? going for I don't think it would really be a spoiler or anything you know if we have any characters that no I I don't really know of any other siblings really like any other siblings than the ones we just mentioned for against the argument all the Weasleys are Gryffindors all the Creevies uh, Creevies yeah I was stuck on Colin I'm like his last name's not Colin um they're both in Gryffindor that's it I don't know of any others so from our small sampling we would assume but that it's more common for everybody in the household to kind of have the same values mm-hmm. I guess similar upbringings and... but it does make sense when you at least you compare Gryffindor and Ravenclaw that one sibling might be bolder and sportier mm-hmm. and the other one a little more booky well, I want that makes. I mean, that makes sense. But Not wanna, all of you and your siblings are the same. Yeah, but I want to ask you about the Weasleys specifically because why do you think all the Weasleys are Gryffindor? Because it seems just odds wise, because there's so many of them, <laughs> that one of them would be in a different house. And I know you talked about and and I looked into that too. I kind of looked into some Q and A's online and see what people thought about that. Similar upbringing, similar values instilled by them by parents or whatever. You know, similar environment. And if you take into account they're sorted so young, which, you know, there's been comments that maybe they sort too young. But the other thing, I mean... That they're still... They haven't come into themselves yeah. yet. You're still what your parents yeah, taught you're still you to be. Yeah, you're still becoming so your own you haven't, person. Yeah, become your own person yet. So maybe that's why they tend to... 
all be in Gryffindor because of their parents. Maybe they should like get like it's like getting your driver's license renewed. You get every like five years. Get, get resorted. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Oh, turns, turns out you're Ravenclaw now. Like, oh no, we're losing our perfect, our great seeker to Ravenclaw. Now. I was like, oh no, I just spent all this. I my whole wardrobe is scar- scarlet and gold. <laughs> I'm sure there's a. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a wizarding tattoo thing that you could just change it, you know. Because <laughs> I'm sure your tattoos just like run all over your body anyway, or they yeah. run away and you know go hunt something and then they come back. Like on Moana. Yeah. But the thing about the Weasleys, mm-hmm. it would make sense that because there's so many of them that have go- have come through Hogwarts, that at least one of them would end up in a different house just by the sheer numbers and how the odds work out but when you look at the fact that they have such different personalities i mean fred and george are super outgoing fred and george you know are super ambitious with their plans for you know with with all the selling of of their weasley's wizard wheezes and what they want to do in the future and then you've got you know Charlie, who's the the dragon wrangler, and then you've got uh, Percy, the prefect, and then you've got Ron, who's kind of just you know tripping over his own shoelaces all the time, and then you've got uh, Jenny, who's like you know the shy, quiet, reserved one. They're so different, and like you said, my brothers and I and my sister. We're most, you know, my sister and I are both Hufflepuffs, but where are mo- most of us are in different houses? Um, because but it might just be age too. We're, we're very different, but you're seeing Fred and uh, Fred and George at the age you're seeing them now. You, you didn't really see them think, when you, they got sorted. Okay, you really think that when Ron gets to be Fred and George's age, that he's going to be like Fred and George? No, Ron is always going to be Ron. <laughs> <laughs> but he might be bolder. Slightly. By accident. Because <laughs> when there's a chess game to be played. But see, we've got... Then you have to look at Neville. He doesn't seem like he should be in Gryffindor. But the hat saw something in him and mm. put him in Gryffindor. And yeah. he, he... He seems to be behind everybody else. He makes a lot of mistakes. He's doesn't seem to be that great of a wizard. He messes so- up all the time. It sounds like you're taking me to task for questioning the judgment of the hat. <laughs> like, how dare you, Dan Rhino? I'm just saying there's things we don't know. Well, there's something I do know, and that this chapter was... Uh, it was what it was. <laughs> I was like, is he going to call it boring? <laughs> it was. Let's just say it, it was what it was. And... Um, not a, not a lot of advancement has been made, but... but they have dates. Well, they have one date and a potential date. You know, I think non-confirmed that this podcast has. I think it's enhanced the reading or the rereading experience for a lot of people, but I think for some people it has ruined <laughs> the experience <laughs> because my friend Jane, she. I, I may be wrong. She'll she'll message me and tell me I'm, I'm I might have got it wrong. But I thought she always I thought she told me that she always thought that Goblet of Fire was her favorite book 
until she started hearing us talk about it and break apart all the, you know, I'm already sure in at it. the beginning I said it was one of. It's not my favorite book, but mm. I, I, but I always knew that I liked it a lot more than the movie. That's like it's my least favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a book. I like the book. You're just not a Team Edward girl. That's if you're, <laughs> you're a Team Jacob. That's why you don't like the movie. Of course. Um, but now, yeah, rereading it, I'm just like. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. But maybe it's because we're doing it... You know me, like, I usually read for a long time. I, w- I would normally sit down and read a huge chunk of a book at one time. This is why I can't do comics. I've tried a couple of times Because you gotta wait a month for the next because one Because I can't wait a month, yeah, wait a month for the next chapter. That's the why, next that's few why pages. graphic novels are so good, because they're a collection, you know, self-contained yes. story, but... You often have to wait, you know, six months to a year. Until but I've they come even out. found with those, I've been trying these new graphic novels that are coming out and that are written by YA authors, and it's just not enough. Like mm-hmm. I want more story. I, mean, I, I mean, want think more about it, detail. The, I want more. The literal number of words in a graphic novel versus the literal number of words in a in a novel. I mean, it's it's so minute, yeah. you know, compared. And, you know, I was reading those, uh, the DC Icons books that Leah Berdugo wrote, the Wonder Woman one, and Marie Lou wrote the Batman one, and I got the Batman graphic novel. And it's great to see the pictures. It's it's fun to see the pictures, but I, when I read it, I'm just like, oh, this is like, it's not even cliff notes. It's like a teaser for mm-hmm. the actual story. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, I I have a feeling that things are going to pick up. Probably not in the next chapter. Probably not in the chapter after that. <laughs> and probably not the chapter after that. But in about two and a half months. Oh, yeah. When we get to the we'll, next we'll get, we'll get We'll get some more action here. And another task. Uh, but before we go, uh, I'm going to do something that I've been saying I was going to do for a long time. And my our friend uh, Kelly up in New York called me out on it. And the fact that I've been continually continuously sorry covid brain saying that i was going to shout out all the people who have been we've been gaining so many followers on facebook mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do that now that jennifer got on you too she did get on there and uh, i'm gonna borrow the soundboard here for a second oh okay bye soundboard and i want to say thank you uh, to all of our listeners, to all of the people who have followed us on this journey, all the people who uh, have made Broomsticks and Butterbeer part of your your listening routine and your your uh, one of your favorite podcasts that, to listen to. Um, I just want to let you know that... I just figured out what you've been doing for <laughs> the last two hours. We, really, like, oh, we, we appreciate you and... We love you. Thank you, Krisha V, Jean A, Riley R, Izzy, Athena, Ian, Kelsey W, Lindsay, Sophia, Mackay, Rosh, Emily, Jean, Jocelyn, Grace, 
Clarice, Marie, Michaela, Janae, Charles, Joy, Dwayne, Lyra, Amber, Angelica, we love you and we appreciate you. And those are just uh, the people that have liked our Facebook page in the last four weeks. Nice. So uh, we are so popular. So uh, if you <laughs> uh, care to uh, follow us on Facebook, please do Broomsticks and Butterbeer. Follow us on Twitter at Broomsticks B. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Rhino D A N R Y N O. She is at Jess Rhino. J-E-S-S-R-Y-N-O. There's no skincare information there, on that you'll page. You'll get your best skincare nope. information. Uh, hit her up. Her DMs are open. Skincare tips. <laughs> uh, reading anything good lately before we go? Oh, goodness. Um, I just finished Susan Dunnard's latest release. And it's a big, huge, epic fantasy with multiple points of view, we're talking like Game of Thrones level, countries, continents, wars, people everywhere. So many main points of view. And I'm a little lost because the last book came out two years ago. Mm. And um, trying to pick it up and jump back in and I'm a little lost. Uh, I read Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. You did. And they were both awesome. And I'm also re- currently reading Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Really? Yep. And we Me ta- too. And we talked about chapter 22 today, which was the unexpected task of asking a girl out and it was unexpected. falling flat on your face. <laughs> they persevered. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Get you right know? back on that horse. You know, it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get up and you keep fighting. That's what. That's what. That's just good advice for life, I think. Mm-hmm. So, if anything you take from this chapter it is, don't give up, and don't be a Ron or a Jess, and judge people just wait a on minute. physical wait appearance. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I didn't. I just said that I noticed you. I didn't pursue you based off of those facts. Mm-hmm. So there. Uh, as Jess tries to uh, uh, play a game of cover your behind right now, <laughs> I will say that uh, I've loved all 21 years together. Oh. And here's to many, many more. And uh, many, many, many more chapters in this long, long book. <laughs> this isn't so, even one of the big ones yet. So next time we'll be back with chapter 23 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Until then, thank you to everybody for downloading, listening, and subscribing. Until next time, I am Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. We will see you then. Bye.